Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Saturday Neon. This is a super cool company that makes, designs, manufactures, officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. Just like you would see in a bar, but it's a sign of a logo of your favorite college team. The team you root for, your alma mater. It was started by two Buff alumni, former college roommates. They're Denver-based. They're locally owned and operated. These things are super high quality, too. They just look really cool. It's the perfect thing to have in your man cave. Uh, Go to SaturdayNeon.com. Use code DNBR10 for 10% off your purchase. Uh, They look really cool. They're made well. They're easy to mount. When you buy something from Saturday Neon, it includes all the necessary mounting hardware, so you don't have to go to like Home Depot or anything. Free shipping as well. SaturdayNeon.com. Use code DNVR for 10% off. Love it. Saturday Neon is pretty dope, man. They are really dope, and that's a good name. Saturday, you know, because college football is played on Saturdays. That's how you remember it. Saturday Neon. Already back. Jeez. (laughs) I've got thoughts. Oh my! Were the goodness. mics hot just now? Everybody in the <laughs> everybody in the chat, let us know. <laughs> oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome in to the losers. What, what happened here? Did we freeze? Did our intro freeze? Oh, there, there, it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there we are. Just leave it on there. Just, the whole yeah, time? just leave it on there. I don't want to be seen. I, we came out for our, <laughs> our ugly sweater party. Now look at me. I'm ugly. I'm a loser. Uh, this one. This one doesn't feel great. Definitely no. doesn't feel great. Um, Eric has the tweet of the night. It was not even that good of a tweet. It just no. is the vibe. It was, you know, you wait five days and you're just like, what do I do? It's like Wednesday. Like, okay, they start planning out your day. You're like, okay, game's at six. So I'm going to eat a late lunch. So I hear you plan <laughs> you everything. To, you need to make sure I have enough uh, energy for cheering. Yeah, exactly. And the game just immediately sucks. Yeah. Proceeds <laughs> to get worse. And then sucks the whole way through that all we have to talk about now are like annoying things. Like, was Michael Malone being a dick today? And what's wrong with Jokic? And is Barton ever going to be able to walk, run, and jump again? All of those things are on the docket for us oh, today. But stay first, tuned. So stay tuned. That's a hell of an intro right there. Uh, but first, I got to let you guys know that we're presented by Light Shade Dispensary locations all over the Denver metro area. You're going to check them out. I got Harrison Wynn. He's got some thoughts. I'm hot right now. I'm Woo! hot right now. He's hot. I'm, I'm hot, hot right too, now. but just because of my stupid sweater. <laughs> Harrison rarely coming in hot. He's coming in hot right now, and I'm ready for it. Uh, I've got D-Line <laughs> over here. I haven't even seen you tonight. I know. I was watching downstairs. Uh, we were having an ugly sweater party. Um, again, there's nothing quite like dressing up and trying to have fun during the worst thing you've experienced <laughs> sometimes. Uh, it feels extra bad, and you feel like you're making a mockery of yourself and your own life. It's definitely the the gif of uh, the clown putting on the makeup. It's like yep. that was definitely all of us tonight. Yeah, hundred percent. Get ready for the Nuggets game. Can't wait. Like, oh god, it's all of us over here. Got superstar Dev. All I know is pain. <laughs> all I know is pain. I, pain. I, I, mean, I truly can't believe that I was excited for this game. It had been a break uh, you uh, that everyone I thought needed, and come to find out, no one needed it. No one. <laughs> we all took the <laughs> over. The most, we took show. a parlay today known as the Jokic parlay, which was we didn't think he was just going to hit the over on points. Yeah. Also on rebounds, also on assists. He ended with 13 <laughs> points, seven rebounds, three assists. Easily his worst game since his rookie season. Yeah, it might have been, man. Honestly, it might have been. Um, all right, let's work through this therapy style. Harrison, you have some thoughts. Do you want me just to like let you ISO? Is this a clear out? <laughs> I mean, l- let's just start at the end of the game. So the, the starters played like crap in the first half. They yep. played like crap in the third quarter. They played really bad. To say crap is almost like... They played yeah. really uninspired. Awful. Yeah. One of their worst showings of the season, full stop. Yeah. And the bench came in and played amazing in the second half. Yeah. They totally changed the game. Yep. They played with great energy. Uh, they took it to Oklahoma City. Right. And they got this game to within 10 points with five minutes left. Oklahoma City did the thing. When, when you're up, like, what were they up, 25 or something? They yeah. did the thing where a bad team starts out red hot and playing, like, the best 
they've played against another like one of the best stretches of basketball they played all year right. in the first half, and then it gradually tapers off. No, I think they just did the thing when when you're up by so much, it's hard to stay focused. It's hard to well, care because sure, like yeah. when a 25 point game gets cut to like 18, you're not that excited. You're still kind of like all right. And they yeah. did that where they just took their foot off, and there was a moment in time in the fourth quarter where you felt like, hey, they've lost their rhythm. Yeah. Maybe this is when you just unload the punches and see if they just can't get their rhythm back. Yeah. And like I said, Nuggets were down 10 with five minutes left. It yeah. was a very winnable game. Mike Malone stayed with his starters. And I feel like the most predictable thing. He stayed thing, with his starters on the bench. Yeah, he, he stayed with his bench. He stayed, stayed with the guys in the game. And the most predictable thing ever happened. <laughs> the bench, who played half the third quarter and the entire fourth quarter, was gassed. And they couldn't come with that same punch. And, you know, Nicole Jokic and the starters finished the game on the bench. So it was frustrating because this, at the end, was a winnable game. And, yeah, Michael Malone's trying to have a teaching moment. But we were joking about this late in the fourth quarter. This isn't Hoosers. Yeah. This isn't Coach Carter. Yeah. This is a winnable game for a team that's Coach 500 Carter. again. This, this, you know, this, I feel like, because this is obviously the topic of discussion today is should Malone have done this? And I'll throw it to you guys here. But I feel like this is one of those questions that is a litmus test. If I just asked you, do you like the movie Hoosiers? And if you say yes, <laughs> you're like, I love the decision. And I like, I thought it was weird. Yeah. You go out there and show me. Here's my here's my take. I hate the movie Hoosiers. I've like I'm well documented that it's my least favorite best. I, I actually least surprising take. I actually, but hold, it's crazy because in a world in a field of movies that are all terrible, there are no good basketball movies. There's yeah, oh, it's so one true. Half yeah, good there, which movie. one? White man can't jump. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Even that one's like a low bar to clear. Um, you're right. There's a bunch of really bad ones, but that one to me is the worst in large part because all these other movies we understand that they have a level of they're just terrible. That one for some reason. 90% of like guys that went, grew up going to basketball camp and slapping the floor are like, that's the, that's what basketball is, man, and this is how it works. <laughs> and so I, I do feel like there's a little bit of a litmus. I'm not trying to – people like Hoosiers. I'm not trying – you could like what you like. Sure. I make fun of Spider-Man yeah, really earlier. Iconic movie. That doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, exactly. You like you what really you like. You really ruled out most of the audience when, yeah, you, really. started, <laughs> when you started that way. <laughs> but I do – this is my, my take on it is there is something too. like, look, the Nuggets starters were horrible tonight. They were offensive. Yep. The Nuggets starters were offensive tonight. That's sure. how bad they were. Absolutely. But there's this other aspect, my perspective on it, which is that Jeff Green's 35. <laughs> like He's been in the league for 14 years or something. I don't know that he has a bunch of lessons left to be to yep. learn. Like, you know, it's just like sometimes guys don't have it and this or that. But this idea of like you sit on that bench and you think about what you did <laughs> when when these guys aren't 18 years old. Yeah, they're Jeff, 16, Jeff Green's they're, like. Man, should I get a boat when I retire? <laughs> yeah, <or? laughs> so I just feel like some of these things that we all hold near and dear because the last time we played competitive basketball, they did apply to us, don't apply to these grown-ass men. Yeah, it's, it's tough to put <laughs> grown-ups in a spot where you put high schoolers. This is something right. that you try to teach young people to, like, when you get to the next level, you're not going to be able to do this. Low-effort nights, you just can't afford it. You can't do that to, to millionaires. You just really can't. And also, this is not a young team. The Nuggets aren't a young team that is trying to find their way. This is a team that is supposed to be title contenders, you yeah. know, at full strength, that has the MVP of the league, that has older guys in the league that are, you know, pretty established. So it's going to be tough for Malone to win over a crowd, you know, that's been around him for so long, especially in that type of game. They know they're not supposed to lose to Oklahoma City. They know that they wasn't playing well. Right. You're not teaching a lesson that they already understand, and it was just a bad night for them. So benching them, especially when they had a chance to come back and actually make Nine it points. a game. Nine points. That's like the thing. It was a very winnable game, man. So That's and when like, it became really yeah. like difficult because it's like, okay, this group gave you what you needed. Now, if you're gonna teach a t like, if you're gonna teach them a lesson, you just say. You put them out there, then they try to come back. If they don't come back, then you say, hey, you guys let them down. That's a better lesson, like, of, you know, like, not letting the next man down. But if you just bench them for the entire time and then let them go out there and burn themselves out, then what? I know. Well, the, there's a game tomorrow, right? Yeah. Thank yeah. God. So Thank least, God. Well, so at least you can at least, like, look to that to say, like, yeah. maybe, all right. He might, it may have. It, it might just be, like, Okay. It was five minutes though. I listen, I, it's, it's, it's so true. It's not like he was asking to go out and play I, listen, an entire half. I, I'm just, I'm just five saying, minutes like, of basketball against Josh. Because Giddy. I agree with you. Like, Yo, I, I agree with all of you. Minutes. Like the the notion that you can teach Jeff Green 
uh, discipline at age 35 is a preposterous one. Right. Like it feels like Malone was honestly just saying F you more so. Yeah. Than, yeah, yeah. More yeah, so yeah. than yeah. like, totally. uh, you need to learn. It's more just like, man, F, F off. And oh. then also we got a game tomorrow. Like, but the crazy thing to me is that like, then the end of the bench still didn't even get it. Peter <laughs> like you just stuck with the same guy. I love Eric going a further take. It's not that he should have brought the starters right. back. He should have brought a deeper bench right. back. Why I'm, wasn't Bull Bull out there? I'm Why wasn't Cordelia? I, I agree. I'm saying, like, listen, that if you're we, saying, uh, like, if you're saying, like, let's get players' right, minutes, right, like, yeah. let's get players' minutes. Like, literally all he did was just watch, as Harrison says, a very predictable ending come where you just watch guys get too tired to compete at the end. I yeah. love Malone had to, like, decide whether or not to put bowl bowl in, like, which point do I want to make right now? To never play bowl or to, <laughs> yeah. like, get the Spartans? It's just, here's, I was going to say this. This, Malone tonight, because I agree with you, I don't think it was... I think it was a little on principle, a little on this. I think a lot of it was just Malone got so mad. Yeah, and rightfully I mean. so. Rightfully so. Like I got so mad too. Guys, I, mean, I want to say they the starters were so bad that they were offensively bad tonight. But it was the equivalent of when Jokic fouls and then turns to the ref to like, it, like when he tries to show up the ref of like that's what a foul is. That was Malone tonight. He did yeah. that the coaching he's equivalent like, of that. He's like, you want to lose a game? I'll, I'll show you. How, yeah. I'll show you how to lose a game. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Just especially in this season too. Like if Ugh. the Warriors starters played like shit and Steve Kerr benched them for the second half and and they lost. Like oh my god, I could get behind that because the Warriors they have some cushion. You know they have some yeah. some wins to play with. Nuggets are a 500 team in a every point in the season where every win is so valuable. so valuable. Every win can totally change the feel and, and the vibe around the team. And look, Jokic doesn't need to sit on the bench for the fourth quarter to know he played a shitty game. Yeah. He knows he played bad. All the starters know they played bad, and they know then that they're going to have to come out and play a lot differently tomorrow to get a win against Charlotte. They don't need to sit on the bench to know that. Yeah, there's a definitely, I don't think, a ton of lessons learned uh, from, from, from this one. But, uh, <laughs> it's purgatory. Uh, what do you think? We were in heaven? Come on, man. Oh, man. I, tonight we were in hell. <laughs> tonight we is absolutely below purgatory? <laughs> yes. No, Pur we're not in hell. Come purgatory, on. This is just, purgatory hey, they, is where, where you hang out when you don't know where you're going. Right. Clip, Clippers, Memphis, now Denver. That's a hell of a three-game winning streak from this team, by, who, by the way, like, no, but I, I tweeted this out. Then Nuggets fans got mad at me. Shea was incredible tonight. Oh, that man. was a dominant performance. Like for the first half, I'd say. Yeah, for the first half and in in the part of the third that mattered. Parts. And then yeah. and then it was just like whatever. But he was great tonight. And Giddy and him together. I mean, one of the questions I have from this game, I don't know that we should read into it. Denver lost him in the preseason twice. They lost him now. So I, sometimes when that happens, you look at it and you go, man, maybe there's something that they provide that Denver struggles with, and specifically. Very tall point guards in Gideon and Shea. Very tall ball handlers. So Denver already Monte small, you know, uh, Faku small, Bones is skinny. But and then you know you try to put Aaron Gordon on him, but also guys that could get into the paint. Giddy, That's the one. Giddy walks the ball. He never runs. He never does anything fast. <laughs> but he gets wherever he wants. He's the Jokic of guards. It's incredible how he gets where he wants. And Shea, I mean, he's like a taller faster bones and his ability to get to where he wants like you're like Aaron Gordon tonight wasn't there he was guarding him but he wasn't he didn't see him at all and I wonder if that is like hey man they just happen to have players that Denver struggles with do you is there something to the fact they're 0 and 3 against them counting preseason yeah I think it's just like uh the dominant guard play like I really think that they they just cause issues for the Nuggets because the Nuggets don't have a guy that can slow them down. Yeah. You put Aaron Gordon on Shea, who's a really good um, defender, but he he's not good against those shifty guys. And yeah. SGA gets to wherever he wants. He's aggressive. He's attacking downhill. And also, he knows how to get to the foul line. Then you have Giddy, who doesn't even push turbo on the Xbox. He just <laughs> is just out there running the entire time, and he's just tall. But he also he he sees the floor well, and he just knows what he wants. So they really don't see those guys. And then you know there was no um, resistance at the rim, so it just made it a lot easier. But there's something to the fact that Oklahoma City does play up to the Nuggets because their guys are playing extremely hard. They didn't have a center in this game. And they're they're winning the rebound uh, battle. They're getting to the to the paint. The the points in the paint was incredible. Like they really did do whatever they wanted inside of the paint, and they didn't have to shoot the three ball. So 
they have a guy like they have a group of guys that play hard the entire time and maybe that's what goes into malone benching his guys because it's one team playing with everything they got after sure. you know a, a, a win streak and then another team that comes in after a break that's not playing well that's just out there uh lollygagging i'm so bummed because in the pregame we mentioned how the nuggets they had all this time off in oklahoma city and they did a bunch of team bonding they was it three together. hours of pickleball too much was it too did much like, were they actually out? rested or were they a little yeah. tired from intense pickleball? They, maybe they went to like one of those bars with like a crazy mechanical bull <laughs> you know what I mean? They all they all have sore inner thighs. Things was like Michael, Michael Porter on there? Just <laughs> like, wait, wait, no, wait, no. Really legit question. Was Michael Malone really the only one truly rested for this game because he slept through that Spider-Man? might be. It could be. That's, uh, that's I a, have questions. I here. mean, I do have some questions as well. <laughs> oh, no. I hate this. I, no, but every here's game, what I hate man. is that I wanted this to be. I said in the pregame show, I wanted it to be a springboard. They did all this team. It could have been. They did all this team bonding, and you think, okay, here's where they come out and play connected, completely disconnected. <laughs> you said that, and I said this is a huge three-game stretch with three very oh. winnable games before the back-to-back against Golden State. Dude, they didn't hang out together at all. <laughs> they, they, not at all. <laughs> they watched... traveled with, dude, like, if we, if, like, if we spent so much time really? in the Summer League, I'd be like, no way. I want to hang out in the room. Do you think Jokic it... and Vlatko just whipped up on, like, Malone and Ryan Bowen and Pickleball and Malone just got pissed at them? <laughs> feelings got a little bit too hurt oh, here. Uh, it's entirely possible. I want to talk about <laughs> Yoke tonight, though. Um... I, I maybe it's my fault, guys. I cursed him. I mentioned how he just doesn't have bad games anymore. And now he's had two this month. Yeah. Um, this one actually surpasses it. Now he only plays twenty five minutes. He goes five of nine. And I thought some of the problem tonight was that Denver wasn't really finding him a lot. Like he started this game off extremely passive. He was out on the three point line. In fact, I think his only misses. No, he had one miss inside, but he had three one one for four from the three point line. He was playing a perimeter oriented game. Then in the second quarter when he came back in, he started to go inside for a minute, but then just didn't touch the ball very much. But I actually put this on him. He was just weirdly passive tonight in a way that we haven't seen in a while. And it was a game that we in the pregame we talked about. There's nobody on that team who could guard him. He's huge. He's bigger than everybody. He just didn't use it tonight. Yeah, usually with Jokic, uh, especially uh, when there's a, a, a mismatch, which pretty much everyone in the league is, but them yeah. not having a center, the first four plays usually goes to him to set the tone. This was a game that they did not set the tone. It was like they were just like, we're just going to go out here and play. But that's where you go away from the game plan. The right. game plan is to run through your best player, run through Jokic every single time. They didn't do that early. So when Oklahoma went on their run because they blitzed them in the first quarter, then after that it's like, okay, like smack in the face, let's, let's try to wake up. You're not going to wake up like that against these teams in the, in the league, especially a team that's like – moving in the right direction so you do have to put it on Jokic to not just start out aggressive early on because at that point everyone else is just looking around about what do they do and then you see a lot of iso baskets because that's not what the offense is so if you're not running the Jokic offense what are you what are you doing out there and we saw that tonight man (laughs) I'm so I'm so disillusioned right now like this is just so brutal like I it's exactly as you say you just sit for the time that they're off and you imagine what it will look like when your beloved nuggets return to the floor and they lead you glorious. to victory. Are you kidding? Glorious. You watch Jokic, the MVP of the league, power his team to a win with a flag in his hand the whole time. And then they just come out and they're like, eh. This, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They're like, whatever. And you're like, what are we doing? Why, are my, why is my life structured around you? And you don't care. Yeah. Are you disappointed in Yoke tonight? Absolutely. And I agree with what Dev said. He never really established himself early in the game, and Denver didn't do its part in establishing him. They didn't really run much through him. I tweeted this out in, uh, I think it was the end of the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter. Like, how many poster paint touches does Nikola Jokic had? Because up until that point, it was like one. And then as soon as I tweeted that out, he got like three post-ups in a row, and Denver scored on three straight possessions. Like, they could have done that the whole game, but they didn't start the game with that mindset. They didn't fit, have that mindset to start the third quarter. It was just like he was another guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like he was the best player in the NBA. It's it seems so simple to us, but it yeah. wasn't. A weird one, man. Like just a weird one from Yo. I mean, he can't be bad. I I tweeted this one out too that he led all scores tonight with 13 points. <laughs> Which is so sad. I mean, nobody. He All played a terrible scores. game, and yet he still led everybody in scoring. 
Um, just truly ridiculous. Should we take our first? Let's take our first break right now. Um, on the we, other side, do we like a t- two or three day break? On the other side, five day break. I, I, it brings me jo- no joy to bring this up, but we gotta talk Will Barton, guys. Oh no, we gotta talk Will Barton. He's <laughs> scaring me. I'm I'm worried. The Mile High City Copper Lager from Breckenridge Brewery. Make sure to pick some up this week. Can we pick some up right now? It definitely makes these <laughs> losses a little easier to stomach. Look at the keg, by the way, we have. This you little Christmas wow. keg. Like a little mini keg stand. Yeah, a like little it. mini keg stand. <laughs> that would be incredible. He's getting lifted. Yeah, uh, you do, of course. <laughs> Look at these beautiful little kegs. Yeah. Where can you get these little kegs? Do we know? You, you get them at grocery stores. You you'll, see them, yeah. you'll see them stacked. They're very festive. It's not even a pony keg. That's more of like a miniature horse keg. That's like a personal keg is what that is. A per- wow. Yeah. Yeah, you no, think that's, you could drink that whole thing? This is a. This is there's a, no way that you could. In, drink. in my prime, I could. There's no. This you is could this, this is a My Little Pony. In my cake. prime, I could. I could. In take your that prime, time. you could not drink. How many? All right, you keep reading. <laughs> okay, you can Just pick up the Mile High City Copper Lager from your Adam local liquor Will store Hayes or your lo- local grocery store. You can also pick up these personal kegs from your local grocery store as well from Breckenridge Brewery. Um. I can't wait to get home so I can sleep on my snooze flip mattress because I need to get a good night of sleep after this game. Uh, The snooze flip is the most universal mattress on the planet. You can customize it to fit the sleep experience that you need. One side is soft. One side is firm. You can flip it to the side that fits your body best. The cover. It's also reversible with one side up to five degrees. How many beers do you think you can drink in one setting? Uh, in my prime. In your prime. Where do you? How many? In, how many cans but, of beer? But measuring 20. in weight boxes. Twenty beers. There's no way. He, here's what happens to, in, in college people. Here, they're like, I drink thirty beers last night, and really they drink like eight, and oh, then man. they just start dropping beers, and they open one and set it down, and forget. <laughs> they open another one, they're like, I drink thirty beers today. How many? Drink- how many beers are in that? Uh, Seventeen beers in there. That's easy. That oh, would be easy. <laughs> I actually think my boy Harrison has that. That's easy. No way. 17 easy. beers, Mike. Do it. I'll do it later this season. How many Let's hours go. do you get for this drinking challenge? As many hours a, as you A need. night? You get a night? So we'll say 10 hours? Like, are we giving you 10 hours? Is that too much? Yeah, easy. Five Dude, there's hours? No, there's no way that somebody drinks half of that and they're like, oh, I'll get back in on it later. Like, if you go right. in on that and you don't finish it, you you're never drink drinking it again. Beers. <laughs> a- absolutely. God. Not even tar- Not even that tough. I love this about Harrison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> um, Snoozesleep.com. Use code DNVR. Get $250 off your mattress. Get $250 off your adjustable base as well. Again, snoozesleep.com, use code DNVR, $250 off your mattress, $250 off your adjustable base. Uh, can I want the chat? The chat did not chime in on whether or not they believe you could drink. I, I'm can really I curious. drink 17 beers? 17 beers? Can Harrison drink 17 beers? There's I'm going no to say, way. I know 100% I can. So I know. Harrison, 10 hours is a lot. 10 hours, like, you could, in theory, take a nap and, you know, wake up and then. Seven, drink, like, 17 beers in one night. Yeah, I think that's easy. I've, been, I've been building my tolerance back up, as you know. I also I, think Eric could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, been, I've been at the BLTs in a way that makes me. You know how Joey Chestnut practices for the hot dog yeah, contest yeah. by eating a bunch of lettuce, <laughs> a bunch of cabbage. Is that really what he does? Stretch yeah. out your stomach. Stretch out the stomach. Yeah. I've, been, I've been taking a lot of Bud Light towers down. Wow. So I think I'm ready for you've the, been uh, training for this moment the whole season. Dun, dun, dun. I'm ready, dude. I'm like Rocky over here. This is ridiculous. Oh, we should, we should punching sides of challenge me. like soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. <laughs> How Harrison dies. Next game. It's like really sad. <laughs> tomorrow. Um, yeah, tomorrow, Thursday. Tomorrow. All right, right for Christmas. Um, yeah, that's good. All right, I'm glad we all got a little giggle out. We all had a little laugh. Uh, um, back to misery. Because town. we got to go back to misery, guys. We're diving back into purgatory. I am concerned about Willie B. Buckets. Willie B. Buckets. Not Willie. getting buckets lately. Willie B. Back. Willie B. Back. I mean, look, Will Barton had uh, arguably the best 10-game stretch of his career to open the season. He looked healthy. He looked spry. He fit. He was passing the ball. He was shooting the ball. He was doing everything. He had another four or five games after that where it was like, he looks a little tired. Let's just see what happens. He is going in the wrong direction. He's going, and I don't think, like, this game is not about any one player. Like, Yoke was terrible tonight, guys. If Yoke's bad, everybody, you know, whatever. But it certainly doesn't help my confidence level in Barton right now. Off of the blocks, like, there was a play tonight where he gave up a corner three. He stunts over, has to turn around and run to the corner. And I swear to God, it looked like he was in slow motion. <laughs> he just can't, he can't move right now. And I just, uh, I'm, I'm concerned because, to me, they would rest him if they felt like there was a path towards him looking better. I almost feel like the fact that they're not resting him right now makes me think they're like, yeah, this is what we got. 
Yeah, Willie B. Uh, Barton and the B is for very bad right now. Very bad. He is, he is for v? broken. Willie V. B. Barton. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Very it, might, it might be for broken. He, he's, he's not looking good. Like right, like he's oh, no. out of rhythm. I think that's really much of what it is. Is he's out of rhythm and they're trying to force him to be into rhythm. You can see those flashes where he makes the right pass, but a lot of times he's lost on defense. Um, he's he's taking. Um, He's, he's just going after things he has no chance at getting at, and it puts the whole defense, like, out of um, position. And then also, with him just shooting, he's going back to, like, the bad shots to try to get himself out of the rhythm. And that's just not what you what you can do right now. He, he, he no, He's not knocking down open shots. He's not finishing around traffic. He's not doing anything well right now. And like you said, the fact that they're not benching him lets you know he's not hurt. He's getting time off. You know, like they just or he's hurt, days. and it's just like, yeah, what would time off do? Nothing. Yeah, like so there's then, something wrong. So then now you're punishing yourself at that point. At right. that point, so <laughs> he, he has to be benched. If you're gonna, if you want to no. teach lessons, Malone was about teaching lessons. If you're gonna teach lessons, either you say you're hurt, so we can't play you, or you're playing so bad that you're gonna have to go back to the bench until you get it together. Because right now he hasn't looked well in in a while since he's got back. He hasn't had a good game. True. The play that summed up Barton's night was. When he just let that rebound, yeah, almost go out of bounds. He just watched, it. and then the Thunder yeah, grabbed that, that it, and Lou it. Dort hit a kind of early dagger three for the starters. I, that, that, that was, was the dagger. That was the, that was the play. That was yes. the play. You're yes. right. It was the defining yes. play. Can I say, ask you something though? Yeah. You know what that play reminds me of? It reminds me of the game Michael Porter Jr. His last game. Remember the yeah, first play the of the ball, game? Like went the ball went out of bounds and it went right by him and he just didn't go for it. And Jokic is like, what the hell, man? And now in hindsight, we know he didn't go after it because probably every movement hurt. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Barton, Identical to that play. And also that missed, that like dunk that Barton had. He like tried to go up and throw it. Yeah, in, yeah. The and oop. he missed. It was like, yeah, it was an oop yeah. that just went, went astray. And it looked like he was hurt. It looked like the Michael Porter Jr. play, really. Yeah, that maybe. looked like me every every oop ever. <laughs> I swear to God, every oop ever was just like that. Never goes in. It's it's just kind of confusing though because like Barton, especially over the last like week since he's come back from that non-COVID illness, that's really when he hasn't looked bad. Like he had some decent games right before that, to be honest. But these last three games, he's been awful. And it's not like Denver's playing back-to-backs. It's not like he's playing 30-plus minutes a night over these last few games. They just had five games, five days off, for crying out loud. Right, it's not like right. he's tired. Yeah. So that's that's actually why it's it's more even more concerning. Mm, Man. We've hit the part of the season of being in um, purgatory where we've hit self-flagellation. We're punishing ourselves. <laughs> We're just... Giving ourselves pain so that we know that we can feel. That's true. So we know that we can feel indeed. So we know we're alive. <laughs> I don't feel alive, though. I don't feel alive either. It's not working. Yeah, I mean, these are Barnes' last three games. 3 of 8 from the field, 0 of 4 from 3 <laughs> against Minnesota. 2 of 10 from the field, 1 of 5 from 3 against Atlanta. And tonight, 3 of 11, 1 of 5 from 3. Wow. 3 of, like, honestly, his worst shooting nights of the year. These last three games. Well, Ryan Blackburn just put this out. It's his third straight game scoring in single digits. He only has two other instances all season. I mean, look, the biggest thing is, yeah, they just had five days off. Like, they just had an extended break. And here's yeah. what's tough is, I mean, I don't know. I, I love Davon Reed with that starting lineup. But everybody knows this. I love Barton with the starters when he's healthy. When he's healthy, but like he's clearly not that right now. So this is not a like right. I'm, this is not a Barton's a selfish player. Not, it's just like I worry he just can't move right now. And yeah, we know that Aaron like Gordon was going to sit out the Nets game anyway because of back tightness. He was getting torched tonight by Shea Gilgis Alexander. Now Shea's great. He's a really tough cover. But is Aaron Gordon as bad as we saw tonight? So I worry that that's what we're actually seeing tonight. Is we're seeing a team that not just didn't have the fight, but maybe they didn't have the fight because they're just not. They don't have the physical ability at the moment. I'm, I'm a little concerned about it. Oh, That'd man. be very concerning after five days off where your only physical activity yeah, was pickleball. It's a war like, of attrition that'd be that concerning. we are losing. Yeah. We are losing the war of attrition. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is uh, quite the bummer. Um, let's go over Monte Morris tonight. I feel like he's a sneaky litmus test for the Nuggets. I mean, Jokic, Jokic always has to play well. He plays poorly. Like, Monte can't save the team. But he's had some good games when Denver looks like they're humming. Monte usually looks good, and when they look like they're struggling, he looks bad. Tonight, he was only three. If I place 25 minutes, only gets five shots up. Um, five assists, 10 points, five assists, two rebounds. Like He just was a quiet player as well tonight. 
I think he looks best when they know what the offense is, where he's yeah. getting to set up Jokic and then make smart pat like I mean cuts yeah. or get to his spots. This was a game where I feel like everyone was ISOing because they did not go through Jokic early on or they didn't know how he was going to be. So they were just kind of sitting back and waiting. Um, Monte is improved um, score and also an offensive guy this year. So he was able to score the ball, but he also was just never in his spots. He never got to, to his rhythm because it was just off for everyone. So this was a game where I can't say he played well, but he also didn't play bad. He was just out there and they were getting blitz they were just getting blown out so he just was out there and, and that's where the the minus 14 comes from in this game but um this was just a regular game for him i really don't think that it was a yeah. bad game and plus the, the everybody got into that this happened in the minnesota game too they got into a place where they were down and they just were relying on the three ball to try and get them back in and they no one could hit shots right no one could yeah. hit shots they had scored 18 points at the end of the first quarter a lot of packing the paint, daring to shoot, and then knowing you can contest with all of your length. And OKC had a lot of length tonight. Yeah. I mean, it was a very disrupted Nuggets offense. Yeah. Uh, every, I mean, it's tough to single out Monte because every starter was just a disaster on the offensive end pretty much. If we single guys out, honestly, it's Jokic and Barton tonight with Gordon third defensively. Yeah. I'd single him out. But I'm not singling him out. Yeah. Just mentioning he, he was not like a... We, we compare Jamal Murray or something or, or just talk about this. It's like, okay, there's another punch you have. Monte didn't have any punch. The perimeter defense from Denver's guards, though, was just awful tonight. Yeah, it really was. Uh, SGA killed him. Josh Giddy killed him. Lou Dort killed him. What was the points in the paint? Finally find it. Here. It was a no. lot to a little. That's uh, where they won. 62. 62 points okay. in the paint. That's New Orleans... Pelican Zion Williamson-esque on Christmas Day. <laughs> they 62 to 36, they won points in the bait battle. Yeah. My God. And it's what just like, <laughs> we were talking about this a little earlier, but it's kind of the same makeup of player that kills them a lot. You know, the SGAs, the De'Aaron Foxes. Remember when Ish Smith killed them a couple years back? It's, it's because he can get by his guy into the paint yeah. and make stuff happen. And Denver's perimeter defense was really really bad tonight you guys want another guy that's like oh, high on the list you want we're going into the seventh layer of, of purgatory here do you know uh another guy that's really concerning don't zeke naji tonight nine minutes let me give you his stat line zero points zero rebounds zero assists zero <laughs> steals zero blocks wow zero turnovers zero fouls minus eight <laughs> In nine minutes. And honestly, man, it was a loud zero across the board because we were talking tonight about, I don't think Zeke's a dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, and that some guys are more dog than others, but I feel like there's a baseline of like, does that guy fight? And he just, um, there was a rebound tonight. Who was it? Him versus Kenrich Williams. Mm. And it was just like <laughs> one-on-one. Who's going to get this rebound? And Kenrich Williams out, out boxed him out. Interesting. It was, it was the wildest thing. Yeah. No, I, your boy. First of all, it's your boy. It's everybody. I've read all these like trade articles from everybody every, wants Kenrich every Williams. Every single team in the is like, yeah. we get Kenrich Williams. Or 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 the Nuggets want? probably don't have enough to get <laughs> they, him. <laughs> the price on him is like, I see some of these like, what would it realistically take? And it's like a first round pick plus a, a pl- first like, round what? pick and a good young player. Yeah, it's like what for Kenrich Williams? I like the <laughs> no guy, way. man, but he's like <laughs> Davon Reed. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, when when Zeke gets into the game, honestly, his first shot attempt gets blocked every single time. It's so true, and it sets the tone for the entire game. Like he just, and it's an incredible pass. Someone Faku or Jokic or somebody will find him for a really good pass where he's by himself here. He'll just go up, and it gets blocked off the rim. Then he he falls to the ground, and then it's rinse and repeat like every single time. And then he can't find a zone. He yeah. can't find himself any anymore after that. This was a cross-country game where he's just running up and down the floor. Like, what are you doing out there? A lot of good cardio in tonight's game. And and you can't have that from a guy that, you know, he's your first-round pick. You know, like, you want to believe in him. You want to give him his chances. This is his second year, and he's already showed you he's been good. And now you go to him with a a, a damaged second unit, and he's not giving you anything on offense or defense. So yeah. when you have so many guys, like we we name a lot of people, there's so many guys that are giving you nothing that it's just like, yeah, Jokic is going to have those type of nights. Right. One of the issues with Zeke, like you were saying, is that he's so dependent on others 
to set him up he's and like to play receiver. off of. Yeah. He is like when the Nuggets play bad, he's probably going to play bad. When the Nuggets play good, he might have a good game uh, because yeah, he he is just really reliant on others to set him up and to you know make stuff happen for him. Um, so it, it wasn't surprising to me that he played really bad tonight. Then Denver as a team played really bad. God. He, I love Dev's theory here about he always gets his first attempt blocked because tonight he took it up soft right away, like inside in traffic and got blocked. And it's like, all right, you got to take it up stronger, Zeke. Next time, a couple minutes later, comes in, takes it up strong, gets blocked again. Like, it's like <laughs> maybe you just shouldn't take it up. <laughs> just shoot threes, would you please? He doesn't like, elevate very high. Yeah, just shoot set threes and... Right, like that's for Najee. Every time we've seen his game fall apart, it's when he starts to try and add interior moves and interior, like put the ball on the floor, try to drive the rim. Like every time he's had like a really good game, it's that he got hot from behind right. the arc. Yeah. And he only got hot because the Nuggets' offense was healthy. Yeah. You know, if, if Denver's offense is all out of whack, it's going to look like Summer League Zeke, where he just looks out of place. He was replaced in this game, though. By one yeah, Vlatko Chanchar, yeah. and it was during the moment when they made a run here. Um, go ahead, Dev. It's just something to the fact that you need someone that's going to be aggressive or play hard. We've seen those moments with Zeke where there was the dunk. Why is he not trying to attack the paint in those type of ways? Even Jermichael Green is trying to attack the paint where he's either going to get fouled or he's going to hit somebody. Zeke is like finesse when he's trying to dunk the ball, and those guys, in, uh, especially on the Oklahoma Thunder, they're, they're trying to block it. They're going to go up and try to get it. So for him to just be so soft, it just makes it hard for him to be the guy that's always around the rim. Like, if you're going to be soft, then just shoot jumpers. Right, right. Maybe It's funny that he gets compared sometimes to Channing Tatum, uh, Zeke, that is, because it's like, yeah, that's a guy that didn't like to go inside. <laughs> he really was wait. just a... <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait. <laughs> Channing Fry. Channing Fry. Sorry, <laughs> I was like in Magic Mike. In 21 Jump Street? <laughs> yeah, that is a guy that doesn't like to Josh go in. Josh Giddy gets compared I was thinking to about it. I was like, I just don't see that comparison. <laughs> People say that all the time. <laughs> he does. He kind of reminds me of Channing Tatum now yeah. that you say it. I just, uh, I can't see it. Vlatko <laughs> woo, woo. Uh, Chanchar, Eric, do you want to see him? I mean, I, I'm a Vlatko guy. I'm a Vlatko guy, too. Like, this is the thing that's, like, so disheartening for me over the last, like, several games when the Nuggets have had the wheels fall off and they've just yeah. gone to the bench. They're like, what can you guys do? And Vlatko's been fine. He's been of like, course, yeah. But he's not. But he, he misses so many bunnies. Yeah. He misses so many shots where you're like, dude, don't be fine. Be good. Like, this is your shot. Like, yeah. be good. Like, I think we're going to see more it. of Latko. Malone's kind of been hinting for a couple days that it seems like he wants to play him a little more. Except for he wasn't in the rotation tonight till the wheels were off. So I don't yeah. know. I just look, we did this with Zeke. Like, get Zeke, give him a chance. And he had a couple good games, and then it kind of, you know, petered out. Then Vlatko, now maybe it's his chance. Maybe he's up. Maybe. And, and th sadly, it would come at the expense. You know of whose chance Zeke it again was tonight, though? To Michael Green. It was. You know, he it was again his chance tonight. Oh he, my god, he was terrible. A, he is terrible, but he. What, he he was terrible, but like he got rebounds. But he was like the eighth least terrible player. Today, I don't even you know, know if that's like, true. He was awful. He was not good. Uh, Bones Highland, by the way, rolled Keeps an ankle in this game, so he had a. Uh, I thought he got off to a decent start. I was yep. like, okay, Bones could be right. He rolls an ankle. I'm concerned now that he's Steph Curry. Uh, <laughs> well, he's probably going to be out tomorrow. That's well. I'm just concerned because this is now, I believe, the third injury yep. that he's actually had this season, and that was always. Anytime you get a skinny player, the fear is like, can they handle an 82 game season? This or that, and we, the COVID thing, like, oh, whatever, that doesn't count. But the other, the left ankle, right ankle, now right ankle again. It's like yep. that's three times, man. That's three times. It's concerning for sure. And look, Denver absolutely needs him. He's the Nuggets' most dangerous player off the bench, and it's not even close. He's you could make an argument he's like a top five most important player because after you get through the actual keys to this team, you know Jokic and yeah. and, and Gordon, or then you get to like they need that bench just needs the guy that can score, and he's yep. the he's the guy. So although net rating did pretty well without him in the second half, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is the. Any uh, like inference about the game in or the team in general should be pulled from this game. 
Like we know <laughs> the, the, the Nugget starters are the worst uh, to ever lace them up. We know that because yeah, we watched we this know game. That. Yep. Uh, the bench is great. Uh, Jokic is not that good. We should pull a lot of like big theories. It just this sucks. Game. I hate to go back to this, but Jokic became the sixth Nuggets player ever to score nine thousand oh, points. Oh man, you're right. In franchise history, and sixth he, or fifth? Wait, tonight. I thought it was fifth. Yeah, tonight. And oh, he I ended the game on the bench. I think it's in the, a winnable game. I think it's the fifth because it's Alex English, David Thompson, Dan Issel, Carmelo Anthony. Nuggets royalty now. Now Nikola Jokic. Like if yeah. you said like name the most important Nuggets in in history, those that's them. Yeah. It's the that's the list. It's a big drop off after that. So you're right. Yeah, that it's was a six milestone because you forgot about Ralph Simpson. Ralph Simpson has ten thousand points. Wow. How many of those were for the Rockets? <laughs> that's a good question. That's an interesting one. I don't want to discount it. I'm not trying to take away yeah. from it. But I'm pretty yeah, surprised yeah, by Ralph Simpson. Baskets, huh? Still made baskets. They were mostly for the Rockets. But, I mean, he's on the leaderboard. I don't know if you count him or not. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm cool with the ABA, but the NBL is like, I don't know. Like, if we go yeah. back too far, it's like, I don't know how much we so can So, he's either the fifth or sixth <laughs> Nuggets slash Rockets I, player. I just need to get up. I just to score need, nine I, I, I shouldn't say anything. I don't know enough about Ralph Simpson's career in Denver to, to really discount it. Um, I'll have to... I'll have to go back and look at my Denver Denver Rockets history. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, Brendan Vogt just got done talking to Michael Malone about why he went full Hoosiers tonight. Can't wait to hear what he had to say. Lightshade Dispensary, guys, the presenting sponsor of this show. Let's go. And shop online, or you can visit a Lightshade location near you. And when you do, use code DNVR. You're going to save 25% off your entire purchase. That's a great deal. Use code DNVR. Get 25% off your entire purchase that's at any Lightshade location. There are a bunch of them in the Denver area, 10 of them to be exact, soon to be 11. And it's Colorado's premier dispensary. Um, Like I said, go to lightshade.com, visit a location. They're the highest awarded topical brand in Colorado. Uh, Lightshade prioritizes quality and consistency, the absolute best you can get. Uh, so shop online or visit a Lightshade location or you use code DNVR for 25% off each purchase. That's at lightshade.com or on or in person. And uh, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, guys, <laughs> hopefully you had uh, a better night on DraftKings than us. Hopefully you had a better night than us. This was a rough one, man. <laughs> it's Christmas, obviously, this week. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They've got a gift that will certainly put you in the holiday spirit. New customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win. And if they win, you win $150 in free bets. It's a great way to put some extra jingle in your pocket. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers, not just new users, all customers can get in on the Christmas spirit with a free holiday free bet surprise from DraftKings Sportsbook. I think those go up from like $10 to $50. So I went over tonight. you can get in on that even if you're an existing user. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $5 on any NBA team. Win $150 in free bets if that team wins. That's promo code DNVR this Christmas week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older. Car only new customers. Only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Eight straight losses for me. I just looked at DraftKings. Going back to the Broncos game. <laughs> that Broncos game, whoof. Had that one way wrong. <laughs> thought the Broncos were going to score points. DraftKings should check that algorithm. They owe you a $50 gift. They do. I only they got do. the $10 gift. I should have yeah. lost a $50 bet tonight. Not I'm going to throw a DraftKings Sportsbook a pick of the week out there, too. Oh, give me a pick of the week. I'm taking... The Nuggets oh tomorrow, yeah, so minus three wow. over the Charlotte Hornets. Right. I mean, come on. Michael Malone sent the message. <laughs> he taught the lesson. The message is going to be received. The lesson is going to be learned. Okay. And the Nuggets are going to win by three points or more tomorrow. All right, well, votes here. But before we get to, to what Michael Malone and, and the players had to say, we have a, one super chat. Let's hit the super chat here real quick. Uh, oh, we got a couple super chats. There we go. Sending us to Serbia here. David says... Big picture concern. Denver desperately needs a true point-of-attack defender. AG is a great star wing stopper, but the top of the West is full of star guards. 
Look, man, he's not wrong. He's, he's not, not wrong. wrong. It's a big. It's my biggest concern. They right lost now. PJ Dozier. Yeah. They lost Gary Harris last season. Aaron Gordon's good, but you need another guy. It feels like you know. You want to know who I think agrees with you? The Denver Nuggets. I yeah. think they <laughs> keep mentioning that that's what they are looking for is a wing defender. So they need a Aaron Gordon of the wing. There's no question about it. Scary Harris, that guy. We don't know. We'll find out. Are going to me now? Nope. Oh, we have oh. one more. I just was looking for affirmation oh, on my. No, on no, my no. It was Gary Harris, the guy. Is it's oh. kind of a Troy Bolton? Yeah, that's a High School Musical reference. Who's Troy He's Bolton? Correct. Zach Efron, right? Yeah, Zach Efron. High School ah. Musical. Come on, Win. Study up. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> grow up, dude. That's so my true. bad. My bad. Uh, Brandon says Bones needs to call Steph Curry and get advice on how to cure the ankle injury bug. The story with Steph on his ankles is actually pretty remarkable. Like it was a uh, surgery it, at one point. Surgery, but also like a programmed. That, like he took that extremely seriously this wasn't like a hey we need to get in the weight room and do some you know lunges he he completely focused his training and life around that and guess yep. what it's worked out for him i so. mean that was like that can be a career threatening thing for guys like that not like that they'll never play again but getting playing at their top level no I mean, it is like, like yeah, the, yeah. And, and for most players if you don't take it seriously it yeah. actually can be look grant hill i always tell people this grant hill very well could have been the connected connective thread between like Magic Johnson and LeBron James because Michael Jordan is the mold. He came in and it was like is that the way to play? And I always say that Grant Hill, uh, Penny Hardaway, Tracy McGrady came in and like kind of were extensions of that but all of those guys had their careers cut short by very unfortunate in injuries mm. and I feel like it almost changed the perspective of how people view the, view the game. Anyway, Grant Hill, yeah. ankle, ankle injury that just completely derailed him. So Yeah. Blame the shoes, some people say. Some people do The say. New Balances. Okay, Michael Moore, less than thrilled tonight. I really applaud the effort by our bench. Those guys competed and played hard, and that's all I really care about. Wins and losses matter. I understand that. It's a results-driven business. But as a coach, what I really care about is when you compete and play the right way. We didn't have that as starters. We did as a bench. Uh, more on the bench, the first thing I just liked is their competitive spirit. They played like they want to be here. When in doubt, I'm going to play guys who just want to go out and play hard, who are going to compete. Um, look, it's not, it's not going to surprise anyone, right? You guys know what Malone's rationale is going to be. He felt like the bench deserved that opportunity to close the game out, and the starters did not. Um, you could actually argue that Malone did the bench a disservice by leaving them in that long. <laughs> they were gassed by the end of the game. Also, deserve got nothing to do with it. That, that's kind of where I'm at. Snoop, I mean, like, we're deserve. sort of in pickup win season, but... Whatever. I mean, look, yeah, that was his choice. Here's, and here's the thing I will say about this whole debate. It, it's exactly straight out of the Broncos playbook of like Teddy or Locke. Well, both were going to lose. That's the <laughs> thing. I mean, like, <laughs> like bring uh, the starters back. They were going to lose uh, yeah. too, probably. I mean, maybe, maybe just maybe. Jokic, maybe they're not 10 with five minutes. I know, I'm with you. Aaron Gordon and Monte Morris were bad tonight. As was Jokic. Like, sure. they were all... As was Jokic. And, I, and they, you didn't have to bring back all the starters. That's true. Honestly, if just I... may be the best player in the I'd NBA. I'd like to move my position to they should have brought yes. Jokic back. Maybe Aaron yeah, Gordon. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. bring Jokic back. Give, let him play with um, Devon Reed and Faku. On the notion that the starters had too much time off, Malone said, well, our bench had four days off, too. Um, I'm just looking for guys who want to be here, who want to play. And about the starters, by the way, he said it was everybody. It wasn't just yeah. one guy. He's right. It he's, was he's everybody. 100% right. Bones. Um, well, hold on. Is that it from Michael Malone? I mean, it, yeah, more or less. Well, so did he say anything about bring, bringing him back, or was that what he was responding no, he, to? No, that's what he was talking about. Yeah, he said he just felt like the starter, the bench deserved that opportunity, and the starters didn't. That's his That's his rationale, that they had earned it. Um and that he wants to play guys that want to play. On Bones, he said uh, they're going to do everything they can on the plane to try to have him available and ready to go tomorrow. Uh, he's Why? A he's a difference maker for us. Hopefully he's ready to go. Last thing I would do is play him tomorrow. Um, well, no, because you're in chase wins mode unless you're teaching him. Oh, oh you are? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. We talked to Vlaco Chanchard tonight. Vlaco on the benches run, he said, we didn't give up. The guys who got a chance to play, we took advantage of every minute. Uh, and he said that the starters made for a great bench in terms of standing up and cheering and talking and inspiring them, even though they didn't play good. Um, he said he doesn't have any doubts about the bench unit ever playing hard, uh, and he thinks today is proof of that. The interesting thread from Blacko is he talked a lot about the lack of practice at the NBA. And with regards to a bench unit that's been in flux a lot, he says the biggest problem is we don't practice. 
Um, and, and he was talking about that in the league. Uh, he goes, with a lot of talk and a lot of film, we might be on the right track. But And there's small details that with a little bit of practice, we'd be on point. But in the NBA, it's just a game, a day off, a game, a day off. And so little of it is actually spent practicing. Huh. Um, which I have to say, when I first started doing this for, uh, for a living, I was surprised by that as well. And I know some of it in recent years has been compressed schedules and stuff, but it's not like... It, it's not, I don't know. There is maybe sometimes less practice than you'd think. But it, that was just an interesting note from Vlaka. Um... When ta- when discussing that he was allegedly going to start, uh, Mike Singer was asking him that question. Vlako laughed out loud. I I just wanted to note that. I don't. Okay. Well, no, you didn't Singer say was like, "So I heard you were going to start," and Vlako laughed out loud. I, I, take of that what you will. Okay. But um, he said, "I don't know, honestly. I'm just happy whenever my name gets called to play. I'm doing a lot of work and I'm staying ready." Um. Austin Rivers. On what went well for the bench, and he's getting a lot of podium games. We lately. played Austin hard. Played well tonight. We played hard. We did what we were supposed to do. Um, on kicking the on going to the ref to have those two fans kicked out. Rivers said he doesn't want. He didn't want to get into it, and then he got into it. That was the whole availability. Um, they were just talking about my family the whole night. You got little punks who sit courtside. I don't know what it is. Just clowns being clowns, talking to you the way that they wouldn't talk to you on the street. Um, Someone followed up and he said, do you think fans are getting too loose? Do you guys remember that great debate? Thankfully, Rivers shut that down. He said, Thank freaking God. He said, nah, nah, man. They're fine. They're fine. Thank God. Um, great. Austin, you saved that whole thing. I was he about did. to be so annoyed. I was annoyed. really annoyed. And then he caught himself. He said, yeah. look, this was just because they were talking about my family. You can talk trash about me. That's fine if I'm playing poorly, but not my family. He also said he didn't want to give off this. He didn't want to portray himself as some kind of tough guy. But the reality is most of these dudes wouldn't be saying anything if they saw him on the street. Um, back to the basketball, I think we, the bench, were just playing hard, moving the ball. We just got to keep playing hard. I've been coming off the bench for a while now in my NBA career. Um, it's not the same thing as starting. Nothing easy is going to come your way off the bench. And you've, I'm now into paraphrase territory. You've got these smaller windows to take advantage of opportunities. So the key is to be playing hard at all times. And if they keep up that energy, good things will happen for them. On the notion that there was too much time off, Rivers said, I don't know, but it was weird. It was a weird energy coming into tonight. Mm. Um, but we've got to get used to it. Like, thing, basically talking about the precarious nature of the NBA right now and just sort of how, I guess, different the vibe's going to be night to night. Um, and they said, also, you got to tip your hat to OKC. They did play well. You can't always look at a, a team's record. Um, finally, on Adam Silver's comments about not suspending the league, Rivers said, yes, I was surprised. On a follow-up comment, What's, what about it surprised you? Rivers says, I mean, look what's going on. Guys are fucking dropping like flies right now. Um, but I'll just focus on what I control, and that's playing basketball. And I love doing that, so I'm not complaining. Right, that's it. Uh, that's it. The, um, the rust thing is funny to me. Like, five days off, yeah, it, it seems weird. It, it felt weird. If the Nuggets, like, came out and played well tonight, we'd be saying, oh, of course they played well. They had yeah, five of course. days off. Yeah, of course, yeah. That's a built-in narrative. You can take I, that either Well, no, I will say, I feel like in the Yokichera, more than two days off has not been good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I, I also think, I do also just... <laughs> no rest, good. I always Actual wonder, I think bad. we always think in our bubbles that these types of wins or losses shape a team and their identity. And I just wonder how many there would be. Like, if, you, if the league at whole, right? Like, if we were in our Lakers bubble or our Thunder bubble, like, e- or even the Warriors probably have a couple losses that their fans yeah. this year are like, oh, what is that? So this loss is horrible. I'm not yeah. trying to make an excuse for it. But just in terms of us trying to decipher, like, well, they usually respond this way on back-to-back. So rest helps them. But I don't know, man. I just think it's, like, all a crapshoot, and it's a long season, and sometimes you get some weird results. This is why, like, the NBA is not your your rec league or your pickup yeah, league. We're yeah, like, exactly. You know, your rec league, 10 teams, seven of them you beat every time. You got two that are like 50-50, the one team that kind of beats you every time and you're, you know, whatever. Like, that's not the NBA. You never lose to the scrub team in your rec league that you always win by 50. And some nights you're like, we just didn't have it tonight, guys. We, <laughs> like, well, no. The shots just didn't go in. The shots just didn't fall for us tonight. We lost to the teachers. They get closer, but you find a way to close them out every single time. And yeah. win by, yeah, so it's not that way. Um, I... We got anything else there? Uh, I think I saw here? another super chat come in. 
What do we got here? It comes from Brandon. He says, predicting big Jokic game tomorrow night. How do I go about buying a round of rocket shots for the fellas to celebrate tomorrow mm. night? Uh, I think you just did. Yeah, you just uh, did. I think, I think you did. We'll take it. I'll make a note Let's of it right here. Up. Make a note. Tomorrow night, a uh, little Christmas rocket for us. Works for me. Thank Works you, Brandon. Works for me as well. Uh, cue that outro music there. Yeah, here. Uh, any parting thoughts here? Oh, around the association. That's right. I almost around let us out of here. Around the we gotta go around the association. Oh, uh, we do have king of the game, game guys. King right, of the fine, game. It was Josh Drum Giddy. roll, please. Our DraftKings king Draft of the game. DraftKings king of the game, and it goes to the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Those two. The friends we made along the way. Uh, uh, that's that's true. Thanks for coming to Eric, see us, Eric Ruby and Ru Eric. Ruby. All right. Um, Shout out Eric and shouts. Ruby. They came to the bar. Actually, they had a lot of people. Had people from out of state today coming into the yeah. bar. Ugly sweaters and all, and um, had a miserable time. They'll never be back. <laughs> uh, I can't, I can't wait. Thanks for making the trip. <laughs> no memories were made. Uh, uh, all right. Around the association. Let's go quickly here, dude, guys. Let's I know go around the A. A little ATA here. Um... <laughs> The Magic dominated the Zombie Hawks, who are missing everybody's. Cam Reddish, leading scorer tonight, 34 points. What's oh, wrong? Give me the... Um, oh, you're fixing it. Give me the Robin Lopez line. He's been balling. 10 points. Let's go. Five rebounds. Let's go. 11 assists. Oh, wow. RJ Hampton. Did you say 11 assists? Wait, did I get that wrong? No, that's Dude, right. Right, eleven assists. Yeah, For Robin Lopez. Dude, you, you just brushed right over that. Like I, it's you're routine. right. I did. Right, did brush right over that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Yoke's yo, never got step six up, dude. assists in a fourth quarter. That's crazy. Dude, because he's just scoring it. <laughs> that's insane, man. That's absolutely insane. Cam Reddish actually went for 34 points in that Good lord. He, Gary Harris? He had 17 points tonight. 11 of 11 from the free throw line? Streets are saying Gary is trending this up. This is the drunkest game of the night. Guys, we got to get Gary back. Come on, let's go. Gary is Harris, he the we perimeter get him back. defender that we uh, need? The Celtics beat the Cavs. That can't be right. That yeah, looks like something's wrong here. Um, let's take a look at our favorite part of the day. Oh, Jason let's Tatum. Go. Six of 19 from the field like clockwork, wow. baby. 18 points. I mean, they did win, and he was I, a game high plus 19. No, but he wasn't that good. <laughs> he, no, he wasn't. He shot, 30, he shot six of 19 from the field. I'm just saying he was a game high plus 19. Well, that's because he was playing alongside some quality players in Jalen Brown and Robert Williams. <laughs> I would just why, say this. This is why I don't want to see the Cavs on Christmas. You would... <laughs> You would think, <laughs> you would think that this segment would backfire because I literally say let's check the box score every night, but no, I'm always right. Jason Tatum, you're yeah, not I that mean, good. Nine rebounds, five assists. He put up Jokic numbers tonight, sadly. Uh, Rockets would never go six of nineteen. <laughs> it's true, he was five of nine. Uh, the Rockets lose to the Bucks tonight, one twenty-six, one oh six. I don't really have any notes here. You guys got any notes? The Rockets this one? are bad. The Bucks are good. The well, that did is. Giannis thank play? you. Um, he nope. Did not. It was uh, middle. I mean, a uh, holiday. Twenty-four and ten. Ah. Guys, Demarcus Cousins, eighteen and eight. Uh, I don't like it. Wind. <sighs> eighteen and eight for Demar for Boogie. I mean, come on, it was the Houston Rockets. Uh, the Bulls just got back, postponed. Because the Raptors, they play the Raptors tonight. Raptors have a COVID outbreak. Oh. Can you imagine like being in COVID, come back and then. You're out again. Arturis um, made 100 correct moves, and COVID's just like, <laughs> screw you. And the Clippers are up right now on the Sacramento Kings by 13 points. Boo. Boo. Emmanuel um, really Moody is here. making oh. his Sacramento Kings debut Did as he, we speak. Oh, my goodness. In the rotation. Just check in. Today. Seven minutes. He's 0 of 2. He's got two assists, though. I saw an Emmanuel Seven Moody. minutes, and he's a minus 8. Wow. I saw a Moody highlight tape this morning. Deceivingly nice tape. His really? high school mixtape? Yeah. No, no, in the NBA. He has a good mixtape. Yeah, he had a good mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't have guessed that. Somebody with amazing editing what? abilities. I'm trying to think of yeah. I was trying to think like what would be the highlight? Like the um, passing? Or there's some nice passes. That yeah. Boston first quarter. There's a dunk <laughs> in there. <laughs> that really lucky game winner he hit against Philly. Fade away, post ups. Moutier is the guy <laughs> that like it's because he stopped talking to the media and being like kind of a dick at the end there. Because he was like he would just be a regular light in or somebody where it's like we don't hate you know you don't you almost kind of like I don't hate some, Moody I don't hate him either I'm just saying that he, no, he, he, he occupied a large part of your heart and then it was like he doesn't you moved on it wasn't even it's not even a sad yeah. move on it's just like a a thing yeah. I remember I forgot no I remember because that was my first season covering the team and I kept saying like where is Moutier? and you guys were like no you're not you don't get to talk to him no one does oh yeah yeah it's like and yeah I was like that seems like a poor choice for a 
guy who might bust out of the league, but yeah, just decided to each not his own. to. Yeah, to yeah. each his own. Uh, anyway, he's back. He's back, baby. Um, Joe Johnson also back tonight. Oh, who did he get picked up by? Did you know Celtics. his nickname is Iso Joe? I did, Short of course. Are you sure? <laughs> he played tonight, actually, didn't he? Is it true? Hint? Did he play tonight? He did. He got two minutes. He got two points. So he checked CJ Miles and Joe Johnson tonight. I guarantee played. you that one basket was a mid-range jumper. So I, think, so. I think I Joe so. Johnson last played for the Celtics. It was knew it. Nineteen years ago. Is Nineteen that right? years ago. You excited to have Joe Johnson back in the league? Absolutely. Of course <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's what he's a This bucket. is so predictable. <laughs> <laughs> Would you Joe Johnson on the Nuggets? He hey, he played how many minutes? Two. And it was better than Zeke Naji tonight. <laughs> oh, he did. I can't believe we glossed saying. over this guy's Lance Stevenson made his Atlanta Hawks debut. Oh, we did. Z- one point. Eight rebounds, five assists what? in 23 minutes, very, a plus 12 off the bench. Goes. Very wow. Davon Reed-esque from Lance Stevenson. Wow, look at that stat line, man. Wow. 0 4 shooting, but eight rebounds, five assists, wow. plus 12. A game high plus He's probably going to be starting next game. I can't believe the NBA right now. What are we talking They're about? bringing back CJ all the Miles, Lance Stevenson? Qu- CJ Qu- Miles was like, Qu- that guy's still alive? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Weatherspoon. Why not? Louis Skull, dude. Oh, dude, Louis Skull for sure. I would tell he He's in game shape. This. He's probably in game shape, man. Looks great. That guy's a, uh, a good-looking dude. He aged really he well. He aged like Surprisingly the best. Well. Of, he's actually yeah. more attractive more attract- now than he was 20 years ago. The Magic There's played somebody tonight that I legit did not even know existed. Who? Aleem Ford. Yeah, wow, that's, that's, tough. that's tough. That's tough. A Ford on the bench for the Magic. 22 minutes tonight. Admiral Schofield, how'd he do tonight? Where did this Eight guy points? come from? Three they won. Like, they won. <laughs> they, they this <laughs> is the less banged up roster. I can't believe that. I can't believe that. The Hawks are down bad, guys. Know, they're they're definitely a bottom five, five teams right, right this year so far. What a weird year, man. All right. All right. That does it for today. Thanks oh, for hanging thank out God. with us, guys. What? What? Yeah, here. We got another one. All right. Brandon says. No, we did this one already. Yeah, we already did that. Dude, come on. Yeah, yeah, come, come on, on Yair. Yair. You're good, come but on, you're no man. Kale. You're no super producer. Oh, my goodness, Yahir. Uh, Thanks for riding with us, guys. Hit that day. like button. Hopefully you feel slightly better um, than you did uh, an hour ago. Maybe not. We'll try again Probably tomorrow. Not. We'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. Later. <laughs>